That guy looks like he's got the ET bike. Look. <laughs> That's the, the Elliot. Elliot, we're he's over gonna, here. He's Elliot. Fly away. Elliot. <laughs> Actually, it's exactly that. <laughs> Even with the big basket. Huge basket. And who needs a basket Short that big wheels. unless you've got a, uh, an extraterrestrial? What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia on a beautiful Super Bowl Sunday. I'm your host, Chris Farley, back again for another exciting episode of Pace the Nation, episode 221. Alongside me, I've got a full cast, a full crew across from me. My co-host, Julie Cully. Julie, what's up? Happy Groundhog Day. It's Groundhog Day, too? Yeah, it's Super Groundhog Bowl Day. Super Bowl Sunday in my world, Groundhog Day in your world. Yeah, I'm not a big Super Bowl person, so... I don't even think you're going to watch. Uh, I probably have work to do. All right, we'll, we'll talk a little more Super Bowl, I'm sure, on this show today. Uh, but let's bring in our other co-host to my left. It's Wayme Docs. Docs, what's up? Oh, my God, I forgot about the big game! <laughs> <laughs> um, that was me running off. Are you, are you excited about the big game? Yes. Uh, nice. By the time everybody listens to this, they'll, they'll know true. the result. That's true. Uh, mm-hmm. But I am pulling for Andy Reid, who uh, was probably the most successful coach in, in Philadelphia Eagles history. Mm-hmm. I've always wished him well. I was never one of these. Uh, I, you know, people like haters. He, he, yeah, he left Philadelphia, and and people wanted just just wanted the absolute worst for him. I, Are you I appreciated surprised? What he did. That's Philadelphia fans. That's a lot of places. I, I've I've talked to people who who are not rooting for the 49ers because uh, the 49ers coach coached here in Washington, and 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 they wish him. Uh, not well. I'm kind of with you, Julie. I think it's more Philadelphia than he'd like to admit. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, Julie grew up in that area. Everybody around her was Eagles fans and Sixers fans. and No, she grew up in Giants territory. I grew up in both territory. Yeah, you're kind of in between. I am. We had Split both radio stations and in our town. Uh, One side of the town was tough. New York. The other side was Philadelphia. Mm. Yeah, the bars were tough. split down the middle. It was ugly. It was. All right. Well, and no, not all right. Well, the point is, <laughs> the point is that I'm wishing Andy Reid uh, the best, and and I hope that he can get a Super Bowl victory. I am wishing him the best too. I think he's he isn't he he's had some troubled like history with his family and stuff too. Hasn't well, his, he? His son died of a drug overdose yeah. in, yeah, in training camp. That. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna root for who I put my money on. I still haven't decided yet, so that's where mm. uh, where, where I'll be. Uh, I'm, I'm you leaning, have a problem. I'm leaning. So you're just going for the team that's gonna like win. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Chiefs. But yeah, if, if okay. it's such a it's it's hard it's a good to say. underdog story. Come it's, on, it's hard to say uh, who's gonna win this one. But it won't be hard to say for the listeners because they will know the result at this yeah. point. Maybe um, I'll listen to the podcast tomorrow. To find I'll out be who one won. of the only people who actually <laughs> didn't watch the game to find I, out who I won. I literally don't think she's gonna watch the game. Uh, well, Docs, thank you for editing this show um, so quickly. Uh, I know it's... I, you that guys was a are, thank you in advance. You guys are dreaming if you think this is being released on time. <laughs> Farley, Farley's like, hey, let's uh, let's get together on Sunday and, and record the show. I'm like, you think I'm going to skip the Super Bowl to, 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 to do Pace the Nation just because you've been gone all week? Well, the That's Super Bowl's not till tonight. There's some time. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, whenever you get it, Docs, is, is great. Um, let me just let me just say that. That's a much better way to yeah. say it. Uh, big show to get to. Uh, very excited to have uh, our guest 
who's on this on the program for maybe her third, fourth time. Uh, it's Lee, impossible to know, Farley. There's <laughs> no way for us to go back and check. Lisa Reeves will join us on uh, today's program. She's going to talk about this exciting new event that Pacers Running has put on uh, September 13th, the DC Half Marathon. DCHalfMarathon.com. DC Half Marathon coming to DC. And race director Lisa, Lisa Reeves will tell us all about it. I've been wanting to talk about this on the show. I've been so excited about it. And we uh, had to wait until 1.31 to actually officially mm-hmm. announce it. And so it's officially announced. You can sign up now, DC Marathon. Uh, dchalfmarathon.com. I was wondering about that when it came out. Like I, I saw the post on social media, mm-hmm. or, or maybe I got an email. I'm not sure w- how I saw it, but whatever I saw it first. When I saw that, it was the first time I had seen it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How? How did I like spend all of these weeks and months and years with Farley, <laughs> and I didn't even know about this race coming? We couldn't. We we were under strict uh, top. You secret. didn't even slip up. I, I know. Actually, my my thought was like. Did Pacers not tell him? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> he found out the same morning. He found out on social media the same time as he I did. did. Uh, also on today's program, can't wait to talk to Lisa about that. She'll she'll let us know. Uh, also on today's program, I'm going to update you guys on three former guests uh, who were sort of in the news this past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, a story about a Navy runner who broke uh, a, a barrier that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to talk about this big story uh, as we are heading to the trials this month. We'll talk about this big story going around about Erin. Uh, I think her name is Gregory. Uh, she is uh, a marathon runner. and We're going to talk about her. Uh, we've got a thank you, and then we've got to talk about some Nike shoes as well, because those are in the news, and that's relevant to the uh, Olympic trials coming up. Uh, but before we get into all that, I got some uh, a question, and maybe you guys can uh, provide me some advice here. You know, Julie uh, is out of town a lot of weekends uh, for these uh, for these races uh, during the indoor season. She was at Virginia Tech last week at uh, Penn State this week with her kids. So I have the kids by myself. I'm not going to say I was babysitting, but I do take mm-hmm. them to dinner because I don't like to make dinner at my house. Mm-hmm. So we go to this little Mexican. Do you like r- to make dinner anywhere else besides your house? <laughs> no. He <laughs> no. just like doesn't make, like yeah, to make dinner. dinner. He needs to clarify all. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like the Like if you're over at your mom's house, you right. love to cook <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner, yeah. holiday meals. Um, so I'm at this local Mexican restaurant. Oh, I think I know which one. Yeah, I, I believe we've... It's, we've our lo- it's our hangout. We've seen you there before. Well, I went there before you guys. Yeah, that's oh. right. We we saw you there one mm-hmm. day. Um, a great I know, that was funny. A great spot. Um, if they'd sponsor us, we'd uh, mention their name. Oh, we won't talk about who they are. <laughs> great yeah. spot. For two reasons. One, it's it's one of those where you can walk up and just get a table. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we need to do is, is have everybody from Pace Nation Nation taking up all the seats <laughs> so that we can't get a seat anymore. <laughs> and they don't advertise with us. Yeah. Uh, so I'm at, the, I'm at the table with the two kids, and it's, you know, a bit of a zoo as – Two uh, kids at three and mm-hmm. one year old will be three children. Right next to me, <laughs> table for three kids, please. <laughs> right next to me is uh, two women and and four kids. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we start interacting and talking, and the kids are kind of mm-hmm. playing together. I'm like, "This is fantastic! This is great!" So I start engaging a conversation, mm-hmm. and uh, I said, "Man, your guys' husbands." Oh, you idiot! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Must be so. <laughs> the uh, first line he says. <laughs> must be so. No, I, I mean, we we kind of yeah. engaged in this conversation uh-huh. a lot. Your husbands 
must be so happy. They are so lucky uh-huh. that you guys take the kids. A lot of assumptions there. I hope, I hope you paid wow. their bill. And, and one <laughs> <laughs> I hope you paid everybody's <laughs> and, bill. So the one woman was like, uh, yeah, my, my husband is, is hanging out with his buddies. And the other woman was like, I don't have a husband. And that was sort of the end of the conversation we had with uh-huh. them. I felt awful. Yeah. I know. Just just words of, I guess I'm not really looking for your advice. I guess I'm uh-huh. just, uh, I wanted to tell you that story. You're just getting it off your it's chest. Just, yeah. You feel really just, guilty about yeah. it. And you thought that if you told the whole nation yes. what a clown move you made, it would make up for the fact uh, well, that the I, clown Well, I just wanted happened. other people not to do that. It's a, well, they don't, I don't think you have to worry about that. It's, <laughs> It's a Sunday morning and Farley needs to get his confession yeah. in yeah, so that he can start his week out sin-free. <laughs> so, so you guys immediately knew where I was going with that. Yeah, because we know you. Because uh, then you got this curiosity. It's like, well, are you divorced? I mean, why wouldn't you think that they might of, also be together? Your, yeah, exactly. Uh, th- that's true, too. Those are their four kids. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Oh my gosh! A of, a There's a lot, lot of, of layers that <laughs> yeah. you didn't even peel back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Bad. Um, Bad mm-hmm. bias here. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, but the in moral- your defense, you're an idiot. <laughs> 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 the, mor- the moral of the story is: don't make assumptions <laughs> about people's is, lives. Yeah, don't go real personal with people. Um, even I- though we are having such a good vibe. Actually, Julie, let him finish <laughs> when he says the moral of the story. Let him finish. Yeah, <laughs> because I really want to see where this is going. What is the moral? <laughs> the, of the moral story? of the story is well. The moral of the story is don't go personal. That's that's all. Uh-huh. Even though you're having this really good conversation, you want to connect deeper. No, uh-huh. you can go personal. Yeah. You just can't make assumptions about what their family structure is that's like. True. Yeah, it was a bad. It was a bad uh, bad take on my part. Um. Anyways, uh. So I did get that off my chest. Um. <sighs> Thank you I for, feel better now too. <laughs> thank you for. He just called me an idiot. I, mean, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think he's. I, I think if you actually went to confession <laughs> and the priest called you an idiot, you'd be in big trouble. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, let's transition <laughs> out of this. I can't hear this. <laughs> I cannot hear this. Let's transition out of this. Let's talk about an exciting event that's coming to DC in September. Uh, the DC Half Marathon Pacers Running uh, is putting on another fine event this September. It's a new event uh, that's going to be awesome. You can sign up now at dchalfmarathon.com. And we've got the race director joining us, Lisa Reeves, next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Docs, Julie, we are excited to be joined on the phone by Pacers Running Race Director. She's been on the program many times before. It's Lisa Reeves. Lisa, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm Happy good. Uh, now, how many, how many times? Uh, Farley, you say that she's been on the show many how times. How many times? She was our first guest. I think this is Six. Six. I, I said four or five. It probably, Whoa, that's the record it by probably, far. It probably you might as well just co-host. You might as well get a seat in here and co-host <laughs> with us. She's like, I, I don't have time for that. Asking, but <laughs> well, I, you're gonna I, let me. You, I'm, I'm not sure Murphy. I mean, you have enough to do. I'm not sure Murphy would love. Uh, would love. No, that. I think she just would be like. It would be too difficult for her to not be who she is here. Like that's she'd have true. to restrict that's herself true. and Thank her commentary wow. and her language to be able to be on the show. Docs, do you let curse words go on the show? Uh, no, remember I reversed them. 
<laughs> it would be a lot of reversing. That's, t- that's oh, a lot of editing. A lot yeah. of flipping. Yeah, I, I do some fancy editing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that doesn't give you the green light, Lisa, to uh, <laughs> to, to curse. But uh, thank you for joining us on this Super Bowl Sunday. Um, do you know? Oh, that's right. There's a football game. Today. <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Do you know who's that's playing? In the, you, now I'm putting jerseys in the house. <laughs> Sorry, do you know who's playing in the Super Bowl tonight? Um, Mark, who's playing on the Super Bowl tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, let me Google it. Oh, that's right. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. And is it somebody out in California? Yeah, okay. That's good. Casey Sanders and Emily are pretty excited. I've seen that's that on right. Facebook. That's they, right. They, they are San 49ers. Francisco 49ers fans. Yep. You got it. Right. You nailed it. Well well done. See? Um, Thank you. And which, which commercial are you rooting for today? <laughs> Uh, the puppy bowl. Always. The puppy bowl. Puppy I, I bowl. Is there, is there even a puppy bowl? I, I don't think that exists. Yes, it yeah. does. Are you kidding? It's it like does, the most too. famous okay. commercial on. Yes, everybody uh, looks forward to the puppy bowl. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I, I know that wasn't on the agenda beforehand, Lisa. Um, so we'll, we'll move. Surprise. We'll, we'll move off the Super Bowl. Um, Super excited! Super excited about this uh, DC Half Marathon. DCHalfMarathon.com coming September thirteenth. Um, Docs didn't even know about it. This this race was kind of under lock and key until we um, put it out there to the world on on one thirty one. Right? I mean, th- th- correct. I, 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 w- I want to make sure that. Docs knows that I did actually know about it. I wanted to know if you guys kept that secret from Farley as well. I knew about it. Because he didn't oh, no, tell me. Farley knew about it. I did. See? He just didn't leak it, so it I was really shocking I that know. he kept it's it a secret. Surprising. I lost a bet then. Um, but how excited are you about this event, Lisa? Personally, yeah. super freaking excited because this has been on mine and Kathy's bucket list for like 10 years. We mm-hmm. have wanted desperately to have our own half marathon, you know, in, in the city, in our town. Yep. And, you know, it, the, the door finally opened and uh, we kicked it down. So, yeah, it's, it is, what, what it is su- super exciting. And, um, the branding has been awesome. Uh, again, you can go to dchalfmarathon.com. We got a whole team, Megan and Ryan and that crew have done a really great job in introducing this. And the buzz has been like, crazy good so far just like three days in right yeah we um as of this morning we have um over 500 people wow. registered. holy so, cow uh, we are we are kicking ass there yeah wow. it's looking looking really good that's that 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 that's awesome. Um, it's because we've got the hipster effect going with the uh, <laughs> yeah we do the marketing. We, uh, we pulled that thing up. Pink web page. Pink yeah. and pink purple. And I think black and white photos. I, I mean, know, it really is cool. hip. And I think the fact that there's not two feet of snow on the ground right now yeah. is also helping us. So people are people are out there running. We've yeah. got a mild winter. Yeah, that 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 is true. So. September 13th um, uh, this year. So tell us a little about uh, the race, the course, um, maybe what the runners can kind of expect. So the, 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 the course is um, it's, it's in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very similar to um, our Jingle All the Way five, uh, 15K course, okay. 15K and 5K. Um, but the, the, the good part about this one is that we are heading further north up um, Rock Creek parkway and we'll be um running all the way up to nasdaq 
coming around and coming back. And we also have a relay component to this event, which um, we're able to include more runners hmm. who maybe aren't up for the half marathon distance. So you can have a half marathon relay team and your team can, you know, consist of up to three people that can run it. So, so, so take me through the relay. Yeah. So take me through that relay. Like uh, logistically, how does that work? Um, so logistically, you're, you're going to have one, well, two or three folks running, um, and there's going to be a transition point on Independence Avenue near 23rd. Okay. Um, and so you can run, I think the distances are five miles, six miles, and two miles. Hmm. So I'll do the somebody two. can start the race. <laughs> Beg your pardon? I'll run the two. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah Jul- Julie and Chris can do the five um, and six. <laughs> Sorry, Lisa. We're we're just we're just that's organizing right. our pace the nation uh, relay right now. No, so go go fine. ahead. It's don't just, don't don't. It's yeah. hard to talk on the phone and know. know when someone else is getting ready. To right. Talk. No, it's all so good. Anyway, um, the relay legs they're approximately five, six, and two miles. So somebody will run the first five miles, um, tag off. Next person will run six miles, um, and then another person will run two miles, or that first person will run the last two miles back to the finish. Got um, it. And we do have a course map up on the uh, website if anybody's interested in having a look at that and it does illustrate the uh the relay legs that is a really cool feature that you can have um you know a relay and sort of experience what a ha- if this is your first time you know trying to, to to get your head around doing a half marathon maybe that's a good you know sort of uh gateway to to maybe do the the, the whole thing the next time um to be able to experience it with the relay so that's that's really cool right um, well, so, we are an all-inclusive uh, race production event. No, so no, we are for no, everyone. No, no, we, want, we want everyone out there. No, no question about it. So how many people uh, can you get on th- this course? Um, it's it's pretty pretty wide open from what I'm looking at on the internet here. It's a very big course. It's you know, mm-hmm. 13.1 miles of distance, and we can have quite a few thousand people out there. So I'm confident that we can we can get to those numbers and, and looking at the course um, and knowing that uh, what, what you just described the, the, the place where we're going to run, I mean, that's pretty flat and fast for the most part, right? Super flat and fast, except the North end of Rock Creek Parkway. Right. I think, you know, you might get into some incline, uh, especially as you get closer to Math Ave. So there were a few questions that were coming in from the faster runners about whether or not this was happening on Calvert Hill, mm-hmm. um, which is up by the zoo, I believe, and it is not. So we turn around before before Calvert Hill. It's so funny that I'm so directionally challenged, but if you're talking about places where you're running, I know exactly yeah. where you're talking about. You could, you could. Um, so if I say North End, you don't know what I'm talking no. about. No. But if I throw out the zoo like Calvert yes, Hill, you know I know that, exactly because okay, I can well, vision running, running there. <laughs> yeah, North, South, East, West. Yeah, try nothing. not to use those types of North, South, East, West <laughs> yeah, directionals. Yeah, just tell me like where you're Noted. running on the course. Unless Noted. you're talking about North Arlington versus South yeah, Arlington, I, I then he has that. an idea. Oh my God. Um, Hilarious. so okay. the, so the, the time of it is, is pretty awesome as well. Um, you know, s- September 13th, uh, it's seem- the perfect yes. time to October when you've got all of the big races in addition to ours that are going to be happening, you know, in October. And the big one that comes to mind, obviously is training for, you know, Marine Corps, whether you're training for, uh, the marathon or the ultra, right. so this is a good, it's a good training run. Good tune-up race. Um, Correct. 
So the the price is, I, I mean, it's like a bargain. Sixty sixty five dollars. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the website. It's it's sixty five dollars until uh, middle of February. So uh, mm-hmm. as long as docs, you get this edit done. Uh huh. Um, before mid February. Before mid February, <laughs> I would say we usually miss everything <laughs> on the show anyway. So I know. I would say uh, go dchalfmarathon mar- dot com. Uh, sign up now because you can get that discounted rate. Correct. And and if you Prices look, increase after February fifteenth. Yeah. So if if you look so you at what like what half marathons cost out there, I mean this is a, this is a yeah. bargain. I think if you if you just announced it and you're already at five hundred, like this thing is at risk of selling out too. Yeah. It's definitely at risk of selling out. Yes. Yeah, so the urgent sense of urgency is high right now, people. Pace the can, nation, nation. Let's go. Can we take a break so I can sign up? Jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, I know one thing exciting, Lisa, is that we've got a kind of unique partnership with uh, Courage to Run, right? Yeah, so um, Courage to Run is one of our beneficiary um, partners in the event. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's kind of cool about them is that um, they are an organization that celebrates women getting civically active in uh, the political environment and running for office. And um, they're also into advocating for a healthy lifestyle, which leads to an effective civic civic role. Okay, cool. Um, well, finally, uh, we have some amazing swag, and I know this is kind of outside your department, so I'll um, I'll just let the listeners know. Uh, you got to follow this race on Instagram. Uh, I think is where we're going to send out a lot of our information and definitely check out the website. Uh, you got to follow us. It is at DC half marathon. So give us a follow and you'll find out what all the, uh, you know, uh, updates and there's going to be runner swag, runner yep. swag. There's going to be a party. There's going to be a pre party. There's going to be a uh, recovery have a party. Soft t-shirt. I think, uh, that's going to be different. Um, we're going to have finisher medals. We're yep. going to have a post-race party. We're going to have a, a party after that. We're going to have a pre-race party because we like the party. That's what we do at <laughs> yep. the party. Well, and a lot of this will be happening at our uh, DC Half Marathon HQ, which is uh, H Street. Uh, so, and I know there's a few, uh, items that we're working on that'll be, uh, specific for this race that I, I can't tell you guys, but I'm super excited if we can execute and deliver on them, which I think we're very close to doing. Uh, so definitely follow us on Instagram, uh, DC half marathon. It's gonna be really cool gear. Very, very cool gear. I can promise you that. All right, Lisa, um, well done. Thank you for joining us on such short notice. Uh, it's a super exciting race. We'll be talking about it on Pace the Nation. Um, so we'll have to get uh, throughout the you know the next few months as we lead up to the race. So we'll have to get you back on as we get closer to the race date. Yeah, I'd love to come back on too and uh, talk about Parkway. Awesome. Yeah, so Parkway's up. coming up as well. That's the end of April. So a lot going on. Um, I'm glad you actually have this Sunday off. Well, you had the Sunday off until I called you. And now, <laughs> I mean, when's your next day off? Yeah, you're never want to ruin that too. Yeah, you're never going to get a Sunday yeah. off um, until yeah, until I call you. Were you never get Sundays off, and now here we are talking to you again. So here thank you are. for that. Happy to be here, though. All thank right. you. All right, there she goes, Lisa Reeves, race director 
of all the Pacers running races, including the D.C. Half Marathon coming up in September. She joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Lisa Reeves for joining us today on Pace the Nation to talk about the D.C. Half Marathon that's coming up September 13th. Sign up now. It's quickly closing out, and February 15th, the price does change, so you can get it for uh, 65 bucks right now. Be there or be square. Be, be there, be square, dchalfmarathon.com. I'm just excited because I don't have to change my training regimen if I'm only going to run like a couple miles. I'm yeah, taking that two right. mile slot from you. Yeah, mm-hmm. that okay. one's mine. That's right. I, <laughs> I love how we over it. I love I how we were. First. I love how we were organizing our relay uh, uh-huh. as she was talking and we were talking over. Well, her. yeah. I mean, no, but the problem is like, so next time come come into the studio, please, because. <laughs> like over the phone, there's that yeah. one second delay. So so she probably started talking and then it sounded like I was interrupting her, but it was silent on our end and then she started talking. It's really difficult to do. She to was navigate. doing me a huge solid. I know. By doing I understand. It. And, I understand. Know, I've been out of town, so it was on me. She my my only point is so that everybody understands that it's not like right. we're not trying to be rude. It's just true. hard to uh, catch things over the phone. Yeah. So true. so I didn't mean to interrupt three times in a row. <laughs> All right, I wanted to uh, talk about some uh, other former PTN guests uh, who were in the news this past week. Uh, or, or I am I am going to just give you a recap on a few guests. Okay. That's probably more accurate. Well, I uh, like it. We're, we're kind of a news show. Yes. Kind of, so, sort of. So we can kind of tell news. Yep. Are you going to keep your streak alive of talking about somebody who has a streak? <laughs> Not to Actually, I don't think so. That well, streak ends. Me, oh, man. Yeah. But just by bringing it up, Julie, you kept the streak yeah. alive. So there we go. There we go. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. Check that box. I think it's time to end the streak. Um, all right. So you guys remember our favorite WTOP reporter, Dave Dildine. No offense to the other WTOP <laughs> yeah, yeah. reporters. But who is, uh, you know, his his thing is saving people from, I know. like, twice. Twice he saved somebody from drowning. From drowning. Yeah. From like near death experiences. Yeah. Uh, from drowning him. or from drowning? <laughs> drowning. Both. He's. I think he did one of each. <laughs> well, anyways, Dave was in the news. Uh, he won last week the ATSSA National Media Award. Oh, so that's congratulations cool. to Dave. Uh, there is a story on WTOP that talked about uh, him winning this award. And his, it says Dave's commitment to his passion for his craft are undeniable. Each day he comes to work ready to provide our listeners and readers with the most accurate traffic and weather information as they need to stay safe and, he, and prepared to where they are going. Uh, then they talk about how he saved two people's lives as well. It's incredible. So, yeah. And one of those cool. people was the person who decided who gets this award. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if that was the case, I, I'm not surprised they voted for it. Um, also wanted to follow up on Jeff Stein. We had him on. He was the Marine Corps Marathon winner in 2018. Um, he was trying to qualify for the trials. He ran CIM and said he, he or he, he emailed Docs and I. He said he bombed. So this is his words. He bombed mm-hmm. and ran two twenty six. Uh, God, I would I would love to have a bad day <laughs> like that at the I office. Know, yeah. um, but yeah. I know things we're different. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So he, um, you know, then ended up getting injured. So, uh, you know, so unfortunately, he will not not be joining us in Atlanta. Uh, 
But Jeff, good guy, huge listener of the show, so that makes him automatically a good right. guy. Automatically. That yeah. should get him in right there, right? <laughs> no? I know. Huh. So, uh, you now, know. Now it, I'm sad. It's not over for him, but uh, running-wise, I mean. I don't. Are you make making this, that determination? I, I don't want to make this sound this too dramatic. But it's. But he. he I mean, he emailed us and said, "Epilogue yeah. is the title of his email." Yeah. Uh, so I mean, it was. I bet you dramatic. I didn't reply. I'm yeah. such a I didn't jerk. Either. I'll I, reply. This is our reply. reply. No, this is, no, this no, is no. Our reply. No, let's reply to that email. Um, but the thing is, like that. That's what's so difficult um, about the the Olympic trials that it's every four years. Yeah. And you know, like everything needs to line up for. Uh, you know that one Olympic year or the or the the qualifying year, you know, right? And and he's he's just had some uh, tough circumstances with his runnings this year, uh, which is which is unfortunate because you know, yeah. So I, I, a quick story from his his email docs. Um, mm-hmm. He was talking about his race at CIM and first half of the race went great under uh, qualifying pace on pace for qualifying. Yep. Yeah. Then someone kicked his heel. Um, and then he went down and, you know, he, uh, fell and landed on his hip hard, uh, blood, you know, road rash, all the that whole stuff. thing. Yeah. And um, yes. And he felt that his, his, you know, pain in his hip that started to tighten up a little bit even more, but then, uh, you know, everybody needs their, their gels throughout the race. So he reaches for his gels and he realized when he fell, they exploded. And yep. so he, uh, now his gels are gone as well. Gel, um, his gels running down his leg with blood. blood gels. Oh my running gosh! Down. Yeah. yeah, this is so, so unfortunate. Yeah. So Jeff, uh, if you see Jeff, ask him about that story. Um, the fact that he ran two twenty six still impressive. Man. Why didn't he lick his shorts? <laughs> Can't reach down there, docs. Uh, all right. <laughs> Finally, um, I wanted to tell a story uh, or give an update on our buddy uh, Clark Beckham. He joined us. When we were at the Marine Corps Marathon Expo, uh, he is the American Idol finalist who uh, turned runner. Oh, your favorite singer. Yes, our favorite singer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's one week away till his 50-mile race. Uh, So he's doing a 50-miler. Training seems to be going well after some injuries. So he went from not running at all to the Marine Mm -hmm. Corps Marathon, running under four hours, like 345-ish to running a 50-mile race this next week, and then his light year tour begins. Uh, and his light year tour is, I am going to suggest, that's going to be our next Pace the Nation happy hour. So he comes to Vienna, jamming Java, uh, and if, if we're going to make that our next Pace the Nation happy hour, March 8th. Okay. March 8th, we're going to go see Clark uh, play at jamming Java in Vienna. And that's the Pace the Nation happy hour. Okay. Well, I'll be out of town, but everybody else can have fun. No, yeah. seriously, I am. You are. And, and, be in Florida. And of course, you're going to plan this like when in power run is starting, right? Oh, there so we go. Julianne Docs are out of town. Oh, I'm going to be there. <laughs> uh, I hope our nanny is available. So next Pace the Nation happy hour. So you go see Clark Beckham at Jamming Java. This is like an anti-Pace the Nation happy hour because Farley <laughs> will be the only one showing up instead of the guy who bails at the last minute. That's true. Uh, so, uh, but Clark is, is going to run a 50 miler, which is crazy. And then he's going to, uh-huh. he's going to go on tour and his, and his tour is going to last exactly one light year. <laughs> well, it is the light year tour. Hey, what do you think a light year is Farley? Uh, let's move on. I'm not <laughs> sure. <about that. laughs> All right, docs. Uh, there was an interesting story about a Navy miler. 
Oh, Jake Brophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he set the school record. Uh, he's a at the U.S. Naval Academy. Hmm. This this story comes in from from loyal listener Tom S. Okay, I'm not going to say his last name to protect his anonymity. <laughs> Uh, but he he texted me this story, um, and Jake's you know he broke four minutes in the in the uh, mile up in Boston. He ran at three fifty nine ninety eight. Awesome. Um, and so I read this story, and I thought that you had a high school teammate who went to the Naval Academy that broke four minutes in the mile. But I guess that was after he graduated. It, it was after he graduated. Yeah, Mike Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, star runner for the Naval Academy, made the uh, finals of the Olympic trials. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was never, an, an, an but Olympic never uh, made, uh, never broke four when he was in college. Yeah. So I I looked up their their team records and I looked up like the top performances from from the Naval Academy and and. Uh, Jake did not break Mike Ryan's record because Mike Ryan didn't have the record. <laughs> but it's still it's still uh, incredible for a college athlete to break four minutes in the mile. Yeah, and I, I wonder, Julie, from your perspective, like, is that? I, I know there's a ton of kids who've done it, or a ton of people who break four, uh, but that's still a huge barrier for college kids, right? It is still a huge barrier, and um, I think what makes it unique being a Naval Academy athlete too is there's just so many different stresses that, you know, a male or female is enduring as opposed Mm -hmm. to a normal college student at the Naval Academy, just so many more requirements. Um, but it's a, it's a great story. Jake was actually a really good high school runner. I think he was like top 10 at Foot Locker. Um, he's from Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. He actually came on a visit to Georgetown, but he's, his Mm. heart was set on being in the military. So it's really cool to see, like, you know, a lot of times you worry when a kid goes to the academy, not that they don't have great coaching, but just that their life is just very different than a normal college athlete. So it's really cool to see that Jake broke that barrier. We have a good friend, really good friend of ours who was a college runner who tried to go the academy route and he didn't, he didn't hack it. No. Uh, He was a good runner and just decided, well, you know. University of Virginia is a little bit better place for me. Mm-hmm. So it is a little much, softer. <laughs> it's a, it, it is. I mean, no offense to great universities like uh, Virginia or Rutgers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're all the three of us. <laughs> no, I mean, that's where the three of us ran in college. It's a it little is, easier is, than going to much, Navy yeah, or yeah. Army. Their or, life is just very, yeah. very different. Yeah. So that's uh, congratulations to Jake. Very, very cool. Um, sorry you didn't go to Georgetown, Jake. But uh, he's a neighbor here in Annapolis, so good to see him. If he there. went to Georgetown, he would have broken four minutes in the mile after his sophomore oh, year. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, She's yeah, friendly with all the yeah, Navy yeah, coaches, yeah, so yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, fine. that's fair. All right. Um, so uh, another uh, a big story here as we uh, head into uh, th- we we are in the month of the Olympic trials. Uh, we'll head it. We'll be headed to Atlanta at the end of this month. Are we going to Atlanta? We are going to okay. Atlanta. I got to get I your. Yeah, I haven't I gotta gotten get any. Your, we got your hotel. I got to get your uh, plane ticket. Okay. Um, so these Nike. I'm vap- walking. I better start now. <laughs> these Nike Vaporfly four percent shoes have been all the rage. Everybody talking about them. Are they going to be legal? Are they not going to be legal? I guess the news came out that they are, in fact, going to be okay to run in the trials in the Olympics. And uh, the Olympics? In both the trials and the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So that is officially uh, what what is now the standard that they can you can use these 4% with these carbon plate uh, in these shoes. 
But uh, what's the new one though? There's another one that just came out on top of it. That's the one that's banned because there's like an additional carbon plate that they put in it. See, I don't know about that. One. So that's what they've stopped. Is okay. That's so that's my understanding. They Nike tried to come out with a even, super carbon plate. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's an additional carbon plate in there, or or however that works. But yeah. I think that they've they've capped it now at the the four percent. Okay. Do you remember Oscar Pistorius? Yes. Like this is, I mean, obviously his life ended in tragedy because he killed his girlfriend like right. an idiot. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That is a stupid was, thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he was the, he the, the Blade Runner. Yep. Yeah, he, he had his uh, legs amputated under his knees and he had these these prosthetic uh, blades that he ran in. Like, could, could we just make shoes where people just have like extensions that are just the Blade Runners? Yeah, <laughs> see... See that I think that's is where we're headed. A little, I think that's a little much. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, that's what, that's why you go back to what I, Julie was saying. It's like you got to start regulating this. Yeah. Well, okay. otherwise, that's where you go. Right, and I, I know you're 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 no, taking they, an extreme extreme example. No, me, because but, people but, were saying that that they were like, well, you know, he he is a uh, a world class athlete, but there is an advantage to having these you know these these blades. They're there's engineered. No lactic, well, there's no lactic, there's no lactic acid buildup. Yeah, yeah, in his legs. So right. That was the big controversy, right? So I, I, um, I agree with. I think we we've gotten to a place where uh, I think it's going to be a more even playing field because these other shoe vendors we talked about a couple weeks ago or last mm-hmm. week, where Jared Ward or, or Molly Huddle were like, "Well, the other shoe companies got to step up," and I think they are. I think you're going to see yeah. something from Saucony. I think you're going. I know you're going to see something from Brooks. Uh, that is going to have carbon plates that are going to be very similar to the Nike Four Percent. So, I'm totally fine with them running in them. I think it's I think it's fair. I think it's going to be. Um, I, I I just like to see the equipment progress. Like, do we want to see tennis players playing with wooden rackets? Or oh, we, let's not have the same conversation. You're broken. We okay. already had this all right, conversation. All right. I just feel like this is a fine uh, standard. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know about the double carbon plate. So maybe that's, you know. Well, I think there's already four plates in the Nike shoes, so this would be a fifth plate. Yeah, I think that's where it's going. Okay. So well, I think that's the next percent. Is that what it's called? Or yes. is the 4% called the next percent? It is the next percent, right. So I think the next percent is the one that they're banning. Okay. Essentially. Right. I'm not sure. I, right. I, I might have the names wrong, but. All right. But can we, let's just skip five and go straight to six. <laughs> no, I think. And we'll start. Five has been banned, but has six been no. banned? Yeah. yeah. All right. Even so, numbers are okay. So the standard, though, the the point is, is that they've they've been they've been allowed to, for these runners this, right. uh, this year for the uh, Olympic trials and marathon. That's that's a big deal to a lot of these runners who are counting on uh, running in these shoes. They're counting on running several minutes faster than they would in normal shoes. Right. All right. This was a story that Docs hipped us to, or hipped me to at least. Um, Insidious magazine. Uh, from Chris Chavez. It's called Let Aaron Run. Uh, Aaron, and I believe her last name is, help me pronounce it. I pronounced it at the beginning, but I said Gregory. Gregory. Uh, Aaron Gregory uh, is a marathon runner who will not be participating in the marathon trials despite the fact that she ran a 242 marathon. Correct. And the and the qualifying time is a 245. Yes. Well, that that was her her chip time down in Houston was two forty two fifty five, but her gun time was two fifty four fifty four. She was entered into the race, uh, and they put her in corral B, which is supposed to start ten minutes after the leaders in corral A. And her coach appealed to the race organizers and asked if she could be put in to the race with the elites, telling them that she's a you know she's in 239 240 shape 
she's training with his group and they have like six other men and women who are running in the 240s the low 240s the high 230s and and she's running with them and she's she's got this ability um and the race organizer said no and i guess she appealed three times even uh at the expo she talked to somebody at the expo and asked to get into it so she ended up having to start and and for some reason supposed to start 10 minutes later they ended up starting her corral 11 minutes later and uh she basically ran the race by herself and finished 254.54 gun time but from when she started the start line and and hit the finish line it was 242.55 and so she appealed to the um uh the olympic committee whoever it is track and field united states track and field and appealed to try to get in and say uh based on this performance can she get into the olympic trials and and her appeal was denied yeah I, i that's a really that's a good summary i um i was a little confused because i was wondering why she had started so late but she was in a second corral she was in another corral and that yeah. makes sense on a big race like that so the rules are and the rules are clearly stated um it's gun time gun time for any sort of like qualification for boston for uh well maybe not boston but uh for for any sort of olympic or u.s standard it is gun time is the time that uh, officials will take. Yeah, and I sit on the um, USATF uh, Women's Long Distance Running Committee, and so we've had a lot of those appeals come in um, over the last you know year or two. You know, however long that qualifying window has been open, and so usually the swing is about ten seconds that they allow for. Um, but it it seems like you know we I wasn't involved with the actual decision making when it came to this particular situation but um it seems like there may need to be some um legislation or something that's written to kind of um help out these types of situations because you know it, at the end of the day she was being penalized for being in an, in another corral and they they obviously rallied so there's a lot of there's a lot of steps here i think the decision is just like the last piece of it people are really hard on the the committee that that ended up making the decision but there were a lot of situations here where she could have ended up right. in that corral so there's people from USATF that kind of held her from being there so I guess my take on it, you know, especially for a young athlete, you don't want to discourage a young athlete from like going for it again. Cause she obviously had a nice career at Columbia. She ran 16, 21 in the 5k. She ran in the nine twenties for the three K she's got the ability to move up, you know, depending on what her desire is. Um, and this was her big crack at it was going for Houston and, and they, they, her coaches and everybody did everything they could to try to get her in that corral. I can't believe they could not get her. Yeah. See, that's where I think the the problem was when they say something like, Oh, we have a cap. Like, come on, you've got a kid who needs like a shot, you know, and, and putting her in that could have changed everything. I think that's where the problem exists. Definitely. because the fact that the committee has to then stand by the rule, now maybe we need to do some evaluation on how the rule changes based on, you know, corrals and stuff well, like that. I think that's more, a slippery slope. It's I, more complicated than that, though, because if uh, if you're in corral A with the elite runners, 
then it's a fair race. You right. could you could go to another corral and start running with um p- with uh, rabbits and stuff like that. Yeah, right. and yeah. Right. So that's where it changes. And that's and, yeah. and that's where it gets difficult. Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons why they have this rule where it is. It's really unfortunate for her. Obviously, she's fit enough sure. uh, that that she she deserves to be I- in the race. Uh, but it, it it really comes down to uh, a couple of things. One, she couldn't get into Corral A. I, I guess is this the last chance that she would have had to qualify? Yeah, I think that was um, right at the end of the timeline. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so I mean, it's it it sucks that they put all their eggs into that basket. Uh, I think that the whoever made the decision at the Houston Marathon, it sounds like it's multiple people. Well, it's USA Trek and Field. Jim Estes is a representative yeah. of USA Trek and Field, and he's the one who ultimately said, no, there's not enough room. Yeah. And that's where I think, that's my frustration, is Agreed. like, you've got to like look back and see, like this is a young girl coming out of college. like She's angling for this thing. And w- what upsets me on a grander scale, and I'll probably get ripped apart for this, is like the amount of people who are in this race? There are five hundred and eleven women in this race. In the correct, in the elite, no, in the Olympic trials, five hundred and eleven women, and you are because of the, like because of like a series of unfortunate events that happen. You're denying a kid who's just coming out of college, who has the opportunity to maybe, based on her college time, she could be a sub two forty runner. She could be touching on the. You know, low 230s. So I think those are the types of things that like when you think about the development of a young athlete, she should have been in that corral from the beginning so that USATF did not have to make that decision. They should have looked back at her times and taken a serious, serious evaluation of her. Like she had just graduated college. So like when you're talking about a kid who's gone from 5,000 meters, who's now moving up to the marathon, she needs eight to 10 months to do that. So based on their timeline, they were in the right. Yeah. The problem is, is this, but it's also, is they denied her that corral. And I think that right. that's who needs to be held it, accountable here. It's, I agree. I agree. It's, it, it, it goes on the, the race organizers that didn't get her into the crowd. But there's, there's another thing too. If I go to the race organizers and I say, put me into Corral A, I'm speaking for myself and I'm, and I'm asking for that. Maybe that's something. But her, she has a coach who has Olympic qualifiers yeah. who said, listen, I, I'm coaching this girl and she is, she's keeping up with these other women who have qualified. She's good enough to be in there. Yeah. She has somebody who, who, who is vouching for her who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. And they denied that too. And that's what really bothers me about the whole thing. Uh, yeah. I, I just want to say, you and I know Jim, and we like Jim. And I, I mean, so I don't, want, I, I don't know the details of it, so I don't want to say, hey. Oh, Jim, that's definitely true. I am basing all of this off of one article that I read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I but wanna, I've seen USATF yeah, make some strange decisions uh, of and course, take hard I, I mean, I, I like before. Jim, so I don't want to just throw Jim under the bus there. But 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 I I agree, and you actually both have turned me around on this because I thought the rule, you know, the rules are the rules. But now that you're telling me the details, I'm like, wow, she I, probably should be the 512th woman in there. Yeah, but I I don't think you can make that decision based on like we were talking about before. It, it's a slippery slope to then say, okay, now we're going to take if her they chip let her time in, versus her gun time. If they let then her you in, you open up a whole floodgates. Then we have yes. 650 women on the starting line. No, I I agree. Like it, it, it's not an issue that that she's being denied the U.S. Olympic trials. It's an issue that she was denied uh, Corral A right. in that race. That's, I mean, that's, that's the my issue. Point. God, it's just not that hard to get in these corrals. 
So just, it is, but that's a U.S. championship, and that's okay, why it was okay. hard. So that, that's that's why USATF was in control of that situation because it was a U.S. championship. But it's, I think that this story can also be a lesson learned for other young runners to say, um, don't plan on getting your qualifying time in that race if you don't have a if it's you, such if a you, fast if you don't race have a qualifier. And, yeah. and like, but I think yeah. in her situation, that was probably the best that they could do right. yeah. was to get right. her ready for it's that because even even. You know, CIM could have been too, too, been too, too early too right. for her. Right. right. You know, as she's as she's developing. So that's and that's uh. my frustration being a coach of college kids because those opportunities are so like when you hit it, you hit it, and that could be a pivotal point. Now, hopefully, she uses this to like motivate her for the next four years. But that could be a pivotal point where it's like she has that experience. She goes and right. she beats half the field. She realizes she's got a shot in the sport. There's there's something else to just just like getting your feet wet when when there's no pressure as well. You yeah. know, like getting in there and getting that experience in that race. So it's unfortunate that she's not going to be running in the trials. Should she be a ghost runner in the trials? <laughs> a bandit. A bandit should runner. She, should she bandit? Should go down there. Let me ask Lisa. Lisa, yeah. let's call yeah, her back. Yeah, let's call her back. She's been thrilled. That's not a good idea. All right. It's an interesting discussion. Um, you guys have changed my perspective. Because I'm As always we often for, do. I'm always for if the gun time is the gun time, but... Well, um, no, I think I think we have to stand on that. But I, I just, it's I'm, funny, I'm upset it's, that she wasn't given a shot. Yeah, That's what yeah. I'm upset about. It's funny, Julie, because Farley like keeps saying he's like, "Well, you guys convinced me," and then and then his conclusion is not <laughs> it's what, not what no. we're talking about. <laughs> well, you know, there's so there's a few. I, I want to bring up a couple of of, sto- <laughs> of stories. That's true. Is one of them when I got into a higher corral down in uh, <laughs> Richmond at the Monument 10K? Did you do that? I did, and they they were going to put me in in the the top corral like i i was in it i didn't have any races and i went up to them on um you know the at the expo and i and i i asked if i could get into a higher corral or if i could get into a, a, a corral right uh because i was gonna have to start like 30 minutes back with you know the walkers and everything mm-hmm. like that because i didn't have a, a and and he's like sure you want to be in the top heat and i was like uh no i'm happy with the second corral <laughs> yeah. which started two minutes back um, but then I was, I was in good shape. This was the year I ran the New York city marathon. Okay. This was my opening race for that season. Cause it was in the spring. Um, uh, I wish I did get into the top race because I spent like the first five, 10 minutes of, of the 10 K passing everybody. And I went out too fast because I was like, Oh my God, I'm passing everybody. You know, I wish I had just started with people and just ran my pace the whole way. But anyway, it was only two minutes. Well, the, <laughs> That that's one example, and uh-huh. I, I thought that another, was the one you were going to tell. No, no, another example, which, which, which surprised me because I thought that was a pretty bad story. Why <laughs> so, is he going to tell this? So, <laughs> somewhat relevant was remember the Boston Marathon where, uh, you know, it was awful weather. That and, guy and Des um, uh. wins, and then there are women who um, who weren't in the uh, elite start, right? Who ran faster. And qualified for prize money, in the in the elite. Uh, so they qualified for thousands of dollars, right? Um, out of the out of the regular start, the second place finisher, Sarah Sellers, I think. No, she was in the elite start. So Sarah oh, was right, in the elite right, start. Right. But there were other women who ran their their 
chip time was faster than the other women right. in the meet. And they, uh, Boston, uh, awarded them the money. Well, initially, I think they said no. Correct. And, and then, and then there was the like a huge backlash. Yeah. And, yeah. and then they said, okay, we're, we're, yeah, we're well, going to do things differently. Well, maybe there could be a backlash on this I one. mean, it's not fair to those women that Boston decided to have a marathon on a day that was like the worst weather in history. I mean, Boston <laughs> should have thought about that. Right. They should have. Bo- I agree. Boston, the city, I or agree. the marathon organizers? Oh, Both. All of them. <laughs> Both. I think if, you, if you're a resident of Boston, you, you share some of the blame. <laughs> All right, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with six area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, We just talked about the D.C. Half Marathon. Sign up now before it closes out, dchalfmarathon.com. It's going to be an awesome event in April. We also have a number of other races. We've got Love the Run You're With coming up. We've got St. Patrick's Day races coming up. We've got the Parkway race and many other races you can find at runpacers.com. Uh, go there, sign up with those races today. All right, uh, Docs, mm-hmm. um, you wanted to thank somebody. Oh, I want to thank former host, and I thought she was going to be, be come back more frequently, but she doesn't, <laughs> Joanna E. Russo. Right. Uh, Julie's she, just taking her spot now. Yeah. I can oh, never it, take her spot. Did right. you guys did you guys block her from your phone? Is that why Joanna hasn't been on the show? She yeah. she sent me uh, a box of New Balance gear, including uh, a pair of 1080s, mm-hmm. which I'm now running in, and I love them. Yeah, the 1080 has been awesome. That new shoe has yeah. been great. I like Good. it. I like it. And then I have like a, a – and yeah, see my jacket? This is a New Balance jacket. Nice. Basically, uh, I, I kind of realized the other day, the only things that I have in my, in my wardrobe – are things I bought 20 years ago <laughs> or things people give me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're getting some new yeah. uh, latest and greatest stuff, so I'm glad. No, it's that, uh, it's good gear. I like yeah. it. And I, and I want to thank her on – because I know that Joanna doesn't read her text messages or emails, so I want to thank her on the podcast because she's always the first listener of the podcast. Yeah. She actually does listen. I appreciate yeah. that. Guys, yeah. I was wondering how many – podcast episodes i have to co-host in order for me to ever get a piece of free apparel oh my gosh you <laughs> Dude, get so much free <laughs> the, the, the free stuff she gets no listen. but it's all nike come yeah, on uh, that's whoa that's um true. yeah oh yeah you you have access to that you know what's funny that you say this is is chris tells all of our friends when we were down in austin he tells them that i get all this free stuff from from <laughs> from doing this i actually don't like this box of stuff i got from new balance is like the first new stuff I got in, in such a long time. So you're telling me I've got to do 200. You have to do like 200 episodes before episodes. you actually get stuff. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I've got some work to do. Yeah. Also improve your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, um, we always love a good docs rant and, Mm-hmm. I don't know whether he's got one or not, but I'm going to tee him up. Hopefully, you guys, <laughs> you guys challenged me. You told me that I have to, and I was like, "There's so much pressure. I have to, I have to just complain about stuff on the show, mm-hmm. which is outside of my nature." And <laughs> I, so, like the, this last week, or since we last recorded, I've, I've been keeping a list. You know, I'm like, okay, what am I going to rant about? What am I going to rant about? Right. And it's getting, getting stressful, it sounds like. The, yeah, and that's what my rant's going to be about. Right. No, uh, my list is so long. Like, <laughs> the stuff that I can rant about, I was like, boy, I have a lot of things to do. Like, all I did the entire last week, all I did was watch the impeachment trial. I watched oh. everything. Oh. I was like, I could rant about that. That's a perfect thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um but mo- mostly what they did was they wasted my time. And He and was texting us about the, yes. the trial. We were getting some updates. I and I, had, I, I mean, I'm glad you... 
Oh, please, I, please don't tell the world that you had no idea the impeachment <laughs> trial was going on. It's making right, me cringe. Go, go ahead, Doc. Okay, then you have then you, then you retract your statement. Yeah, yeah go, <laughs> go ahead. I, I mean, I'm, I will say, like the, the what I learned in the impeachment trial is probably eighty percent of our our senators and congressmen need to be replaced. I don't want to get political people. here. All right, no, all right. no, that's not political. 80, that's just down the line. Eighty yeah. percent mean includes people on both sides of the aisle. Okay, yeah. okay. So right. uh, I, I just don't think our our best people are are. Okay. Uh, representing this country. Okay. Uh, it it it's also <laughs> crazy to me that that uh, the, just the whole process is is crazy that they have to like rewrite all of their rules every time they do something and and all of this kind of stuff. I I think like the more you go down the rabbit hole, the more scared you get about how this country is run. So I was gonna rant about that, but I don't want to okay. because uh, because it's it's just been too consuming, and I, I and I kind of got my release from it, and and I want to put that away. So I'm actually not gonna rant about okay. the the impeachment trial. Uh, I I thought maybe I could rant about Ticketmaster because I tried to get Pearl Jam tickets, and all I got was the spinning circle from Ticketmaster, <laughs> and and then I didn't get my tickets, and I wrote them, and they were like, well, you used the wrong browser. Nowhere on there does it say that you have to use Google Chrome. But then after you don't get the tickets, they tell you in an email, well, you didn't get tickets because you have to use Google Chrome. Okay. That's, that's rant worthy, but okay. I, yeah. But, so, but you're not going but to. But I'm not going to. Okay. And, and if I did rant about that, about the, the horrible, horrible, horrible Ticketmaster experience, I would also crowdsource to the PTN listeners and let them know, I didn't get Pearl Jam tickets. So if you did, please, <laughs> you know, think of me. Right. Uh, but I'm not going to rant about Ticketmaster. That, that was second on my list. What I'm going to rant about today is Alexa, mm. the, the, the Amazon okay. service. For some stupid reason, they want Alexa to be my best friend, but they don't know me very well, and they don't know what I want to hear, you know? So I say, I- I'm, getting, I'm getting dressed to go for a run, mm-hmm. and, and if, I don't leave my house unless I'm running, so I haven't been out. <laughs> I, I haven't opened the door all day long. I don't know what the weather's like outside. So I say, Alexa, what's the weather? Alexa says, it's... 47 degrees outside. Today's high is going to be 52 degrees. Happy Kazoo Day. What? what is this Happy Kazoo Day? Like every day she tells me like, oh, and let me wish you uh, like happy bring your dog to work day and happy like everything, whatever all these little stupid days are. She says that it is driving me nuts. I have searched the internet to see how to turn this off and I don't know how to turn this off. I don't know how to change this. I've changed settings. Like every day she just tells me something stupid. And I like if it was a person who lived in my house, she would be evicted. I, 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 if you come up to me on the street and you're like, and I say, excuse me, do you know how to get to Pacers? And like, oh, yeah, it's uh, over by Clarendon. By the way, happy kazoo day. I would punch you in the face. That's the, <laughs> that's the only logical thing to do. That's the only course of action that's reasonable is, is to punch somebody in the face. And you can't punch Alexa in the face because it's a stupid computer. I, it drives I, me crazy. I'm I surprised you haven't broken your Alexa yeah. contraption yet. I know. I, I, I'm looking for a kazoo. I don't know. I, I don't. It, <laughs> you don't know really what a kazoo to, is? Are you trying uh, no. to find the like I'm a noisemaker kazoo? Kazoo, uh, kazoo day is. I know what a kazoo is. But. Oh yeah, this was one of the days. It, but like every day, she tells me this stuff, that's and it's funny. so annoying. What? So if anybody knows how to turn that off, that's I, I will crowdsource for that. Just keep talking about it out loud in your house. Number one, you'll look crazy if anybody can see you or is listening. No. But they're supposed to actually be listening, right? If you have Alexa oh, I, on, they're collecting data. I would love for somebody to like do all my readbacks because I, I like <laughs> yell at Alexa all the time. And she has attitude like, well, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like she has attitude when I yell at her. 
it's so frustrating because you say like Alexa, please do not wish me happy kazoo day. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're saying. Like it always comes back. It's it's the it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Uh, and I think I've said this before, but we, you know, eventually robots are going to take over the world. But but based on the interactions with Alexa, they're not even close to being ready. We're pretty far from it. Yeah. So Julie, it's funny that you say uh, that I should talk like this. I actually was talking to myself like a crazy person because <laughs> I I was like maybe practicing this or just I was in my room and I and I go uh, like I cannot believe Alexa wished me a happy <laughs> kazoo day and Alexa heard that it triggered with that and then she's like kazoos are blah blah like she just started going <laughs> off about kazoos and I lost it you're like you're making it worse. I lost it I lost it. <laughs> Maybe you should get a Google Home. I, I think know. so. Yeah. I think that's the move. Like when I was when I was looking all this stuff up on the internet, a lot of people were saying, "I'm switching to Google." Yeah. Why don't you at least like make Alexa have some sort of different accent in your house? Like maybe you'll like her better if she has an Australian accent. No, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't want. Uh, the, 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 I've still hasn't have nightmares from. Uh, uh, Joanna and Docs doing some <laughs> French accent or whatever. No, we did doing. the English accent, English the whole episode in English no, accents. No. You know, I think it would be really cool if we did like an extension of like the intro song and the 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 songs that we have with Pace Nation and tie it into Docs's R O W, like Docs's row, right? Docs's mm-hmm. rant of the week. No, we can <laughs> like do we it. could have this whole segment like yeah. these like bells come on like do do do. Yeah, like, I was thinking about Docs's having, rant of the week. I was I was already thinking about like writing theme music for the rant of the week, but it, it's it. not going to be like anything happy like Pace the Nation. It's going to be like <laughs> some death metal. <laughs> All right, great show, guys. Episode two twenty one in the books. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you guys for making it happen on a Sunday. Thank you for uh, our guest. She made it happen on a Sunday. For we ruined us. her Super Bowl plans. We did. Uh, Lisa Reeves, she joined us today. Thank you, Lisa, for joining us to talk about the DC Half Marathon at DC Half Marathon. Give it a follow, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can check out the website as well, dchalfmarathon.com. Also, it would have been great for us to do the 220th episode since today is 0202 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, uh, a palindrome. Yeah. Is that right? You got it. It's the same way, backwards and forwards. 020220. Wow. Did you know that, Doc? 2020. Yeah, but that's not. Just keep going. We'll talk about this afterwards. <laughs> All right. That's William E. Docs for Julie Cully. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week.
I had to do the math, uh, but the the story does check out. It is a palindrome. It is. Oh, two yeah. Oh, two, two, oh, two, oh. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how Farley knew that unless <laughs> he saw that on social media. No, social his media. brother's obsessed with yeah. palindromes. He talks about them all the time. Yeah. Palindromes are great. Whenever we guess the attendance at a DC United game, we are required to guess a palindrome. Really? Mm-hmm. 